yesterday one of my old friends um from nursing school she she you know reached out to me on um whatsapp and then she decided oh, man <laughs> i think i think we're at the point in life sometimes where we're like i can't type i i know i'm there sometimes i'm like i don't want to type i just would prefer to talk so anyway she decides to call me and we went on to have i think an almost two hour long conversation uh, and and imagine my shock when I realized I never told her that my partner passed on um, a year and six months ago. And, you know, she was, she was really shocked and um, I, I understand where her shock was coming from. But to be honest, on, on my part, I absolutely believed that I had at least mentioned it to her, even if we'd never talked about it in detail. Because um, at least we keep up, maybe not as often as we should, but, you know, we, we have the occasional moments where we'll speak on the phone or um, WhatsApp each other, things like that. So anyway, she, you know, I find out she absolutely had no idea. And of course, I had to rehash the whole thing, which is for the most part beginning to be um, a little bit sketchy. You know how with the passage of time, something does not have the clarity that it did at the beginning. So explaining the circumstances and what happened, I kind of struggled to recall. And of course, maybe my delivery was not um, as coherent as it should have been. Just because, you know, for, for, for you know, in bits and pieces and in instances, I couldn't remember what the actual flow of events was. Um, and, and I realized that even as, as I was relating it to her. And it brought me a kind of, um, I don't want to use the word happiness, but some kind of contentment that I'm no longer where I was at the time that I suffered that loss. Because I might have mentioned it before, and I know I say this all the time, but at that time, my grief was so intense and so profound that I was already praying to God to sort of um, skip ahead, allow me to skip ahead, to be at the point where I would not have to feel the rawness and the brevity of that grief at that time. And to, of course, now look back and realize that I may not have kept ahead, so to speak, but I'm not where I was at that time. It was, you know, for me, something that was um, um, a bit of a comfort. Um, it was a testimony, of course, to the fact that um, God had helped me. God has helped me to get to where I am right now so that, you know, I can speak of it with, without, you know, dissolving into a pool of tears and I can talk about it without um, uh, having a tremulous voice or, you know, feeling or portraying that I'm at the end of myself. Um does this ever end? I don't think so. Uh, I, you know, you go through, you still go through a lot of things. You go through periods of grief, you go through periods of happiness, you go through periods of optimism, you go through periods where you're like, I don't know where I am at right now. And actually, um, the reason I'm recording this today is because I've been sitting in the house the whole day. Yesterday was Id, so my sister graciously came over and said, ah, it's my turn to buy you Nyamauko Kamaki, so... Yeah, we drove down as usual to exit 11. We had our meet and we came back. And of course, it was a good day. Um, being a Friday, that means I still have the regular weekend. And um, being a weekend that's sort of smack in the middle of the month, I was saying to myself, 
ah, there's no way I'm going to get out again to spend money this weekend. Whatever we did yesterday was sufficient for the entire weekend. So I've been sitting at home. And of course, inevitably, you start thinking to yourself, oh, if I had someone, we would just... I told you he was, a, he, he was a great companion and he was one of those people of eating out all the time and going to have drinks and God knows what. So obviously, Saturday afternoon, like this would be like somewhere, you know, talking, um, sitting, holding hands, having a couple of drinks. Although in the latter years, I'm the one that used to do the alcohol drinking and he'd be doing like, I don't know, tea or... God, whatever it is that he used to drink when he stopped drinking alcohol. But, you know, we'd still have a good time and everything. <sighs> and then, you know, now, it, the, you know, I, I'm sitting here at home and I'm thinking I no longer have access to that. It's just never going to be a, a thing for me again. Um, because I said to my friend yesterday as we had this conversation and she said, oh, do you, do you want to get somebody new or have you already gotten somebody new? And I told her, well... You know the way it is with the dating scene here in Kenya. It's it's pe- people my age are pursuing girls in the university, and then the boys in the university are pr- uh, are pursuing cougars in my age group. And and I've mentioned before that that's something that I will never do. Um, you know, go or be with someone that's I I don't know in their twenties or whatever. I mean that's child abuse as far as I'm concerned. Um, so I said to her, well, you know, I, I say this is how it goes down nowadays here in Kenya. So it's just never going to happen. And for context, my friend lives in the UK. Um, and she, you know, she, she I, I say to her, the only thing maybe I would be interested. Well, the, the thing I am interested in, because my partner was such a great companion for me. That's what I miss. I miss the companionship. And if I'm ever to look for somebody else or to be with somebody else, it's because they'll have proven themselves as being, you know, a great companion, someone that says, I like you, I like to spend time with you, I like your stupid jokes, I like, <laughs> I like, um, I like the way you look. I mean, the same things my partner would tell me. Um, uh, so, yeah, I, I, I am interested in companionship. And I think today afternoon it's become something um, pretty outstanding for me. Well, you know, it's always there, it's always in the background, but I think there are days when it's more of a problem than anything else. And it's usually brought on by the fact I realized today that, you know, you're sitting at home with memories. If today was a Saturday that we had gone to, to Kamaki's or the Saturday that I was hanging out with one of my friends or one of my co-workers or whatever, this would not have been an issue. It's just because I'm sitting at home and acutely aware of the fact that I'm by myself trying to watch a movie or a TV series or whatever, um, trying to hydrate and, of course, having a glass of wine. And, you know, yeah, you're doing that by yourself. So, you know, like baby faces, you, you, you pour a glass of wine for yourself and one for your girlfriend, and then you realize you're alone. So guess what? You drink yours and you drink your um, ghost partner's drink as well. Uh so I, I, I'm wondering if it would, because it, one of the places actually that I really like going to, and I know for those in the younger age group, you'll be like, what the, and I totally understand because when I was, for instance, in nursing school, when we used to talk about places like um, the Gong Hills Hotel, I mean, that was a haunt for like old people. 
you know, <laughs> people in a certain age group that I was not part of. I mean, I was in my 20s and it's the kind of place I would think you'd be going to if you're in your 50s. And guess what? Life is a circle. I find myself now um, at the time where I am approaching my 50s and I'm like, I like that place. They've got soul, uh, especially soul Saturdays. And, and if, if you like soul, I mean, it's, it's, um, they refurbish the place and everything. So it's not as um, outdated as it used to be a couple of years ago. And I have spent time there with people in my age group. And, you know, I think to myself, why, why shouldn't I um, start on Instagram as well, a group that focuses on people that are widows in their, I don't know, maybe 30s and 40s, because 20s would be sort of stretching it. I don't think people in their 20s still want to go to a soul hangout. And uh, I mean, because those are the most likely, obviously, to remarry. If you're in your 30s and you've got kids or if you're in your 40s and your kids are grown and you're in your 50s and the kids are even out of the house, you know, thinking to yourself that probably that you still have a lot of a fair chance to be able to remarry. Not that it can not happen. Of course it can. Um, it's just that the odds, of course, we are people that think and we know that the odds are lower as you get on in your age. Um, yeah, so I thought, oh God, I should create an Instagram about Instagram, Instagram group around that. Um, and sort of invite ladies who are in their 30s, 40s or 50s to sort of spend Saturdays there, um, having a bit of a natter. Because I, I don't want to give people this false impression that, you know, if you, if you join this and you're able to come over, you know, like Pierre does her, what do you call it, um, park and chill, that uh, this is the point where you'll be able to meet people and no it's it's the same concept yes it's some sort of pack and chill experience but this is in the comfort of a well-established and older hotel um and it's just the ladies if if you do get to meet somebody by some um stroke of luck or fate whatever it would be um amongst the people who are currently visiting at that time well good for you you um you more power to you if that's what happens. Uh, but if it doesn't happen, then at least you're able to get out of the house. I think that's the main thing, that you're not sitting in the house with your memories, but you're able to say, at least on Saturdays, if I don't want to sit at home, I can go hang out with these other ladies that are in the same um, place that I am at and hopefully be able to derive some level of comfort for that from that. So... <laughs> fingers crossed maybe that's going to happen i hope it's going to happen and if it does i'll be sure to let you know how it goes have very good saturday afternoon and take care bye